Big news ahead of the week, and uh, the, the National Treasury has had to bail out South African Airways once again, as I was just responding to Mpetu Koza. Yes, uh, Sikina, I heard uh, some comments from you just now, and um, just some details on, on that bailout. Uh, the total amount valued uh, 3 billion rand, and 1.8 billion of that uh, is for the purpose of paying back a loan to Citibank, and then 1.2 billion um, is for is cash for SIA that they uh, will be using as working capital. And it's very concerning. This is at least the eighth time that SIA gets a bailout from National Treasury. And as you mentioned, um, National Treasury, they essentially justified this decision by saying that, you know, if SIA had to default on the Citibank loan, then it would trigger a call on government-backed loans um, to the value of $16.4 billion. And that is obviously not a position where we would like to be in, because in the event that that um, something like that would happen, it could also trigger, um, you know, cross um, SOE defaults. Other other SOEs would also be exposed to loans that they are unable to pay back um, if something like that happens. Now. Um, Obviously, as I mentioned, that's not, um, not not something that we would like to see. But it's nevertheless it's it's a very um, it's very disconcerting that we we continue to see national treasury treasury bailing out um, state-owned entities which are being very badly run. Um, various of these entities have been involved or have been implicated in in so-called state capture. And this latest bailout um, was financed by money from the National Revenue Fund, and that's essentially taxpayer money, money which is being used to, to bail out um, an entity like SAA. It's a decision which is not budget neutral, and we know that we already have a, a fiscus which is under significant pressure, and it's something that will not be... Um, it's a decision that will not sit comfortably with uh, the credit rating agencies as it just highlights how South Africa's uh, fiscal path is a, a one is one which is it's not uh, we are not in a good situation and um, you know again it's it's likely that we could see more but that SAA will, will require more bailouts further down the line because the entity is struggling to raise funding in in the market. Um, private sectors, private sector players are not willing to, to um, borrow money to SIA any longer. And you have to also consider if this was a, a private sector entity, then one of two things would have already happened. Um, either a, uh, the, the company would have... Uh, would have, um, you know, folded um, given the mismanagement that we've seen, or the stakeholders would have held the board of, of directors accountable to implement the changes needed to get the company back on track. And it's, it's very difficult to, to justify a state state-owned company that is being run as badly as South Africa, being bailed out continually at a time where South Africa's fiscus is under a tremendous amount of pressure, and also where half the country is living in poverty. You know, these funds can be utilized much more efficiently elsewhere. And um, again, we think that that we've really reached a point now where, where National Treasury needs to start considering selling off some of these state assets, especially one like SAA, which is a national airline. It doesn't um, it doesn't benefit the 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 you know the greater majority of South African citizens, and even though they, they refer to it as a strategic asset, um, you have to ask whether or not um, it is justified that they continue 
doing these bailouts, in our view, um, there's very, very little evidence to suggest that um, it is justifiable. Itumeleng says, I wish I can be treated uh, like a baby, like SAA. Well, in the session ahead, Yana, uh, what are the main events that markets will be keeping an eye on? So, Sakina, the new week and the new month, um, of course, kicks off with the release of the uh, manufacturing PMI data for September. Now, this release, this release um, serves as a forward-looking indicator on, on how the manufacturing sector is performing. And unfortunately, it's been painting quite a, a discouraging picture on how uh, manufacturing production has been doing. It's been stuck below 50 for quite some time now, which means that uh, activity is in fact, uh, contracting. We're seeing a contraction in the manufacturing sector. And this is just uh, one of the, the sub-sectors in the South African economy where we've seen significant strains through the course of recent quarters um, due to, to numerous factors. And um, for the time being, there's very little evidence to suggest that we're going to see a meaningful and sustained improvement in manufacturing sector activity. So this, the manufacturing PMI is likely to serve as a reminder there that uh, a lot still needs to be done in order to uh, stimulate economic activity in the domestic manufacturing sector. And then another release that's also on the card today, we've got the uh, norms of vehicle sales data. Now, the vehicle sales data is, is viewed as a proxy for, for consumer health and also to, to see or as a measure of, of what consumer credit health is like. And it's encouraging to note that we have seen uh, NAMSA vehicle sales have improved slightly uh, through the course of recent months, um, but this is also very depressed levels. The, the vehicle sales sector was under significant strain um, in the past uh, two and a half, three years, and we're now starting to see a bit of a stabilization there. Um, it seems as though South African consumers are finding some reprieve on the back of, of lower um, lower inflationary pressures, and we've also seen a period of so-called deleveraging among South African households, which is basically just uh, another word for South African households opting to pay off their particularly high levels of debt rather than taking on um, new debt. So what's happening in the vehicle sector now, we are starting to see that that the stabilization, but still um, it's also, as is the case with the manufacturing sector, unfortunately there's very little little evidence to suggest that um, vehicle sales will gain meaningful and sustained uh, traction through the course of the next couple of months and um, apart from stabilization there, it's, we don't see um, the vehicle sector providing um, you know, significant uh, impetus to economic growth in the short to medium term. So that's what we're expecting on the data front today. And, um, yeah, hopefully um, at least the norms of vehicle sales data is something that offers a, a glimmer of hope in terms of the consumer's um, uh, finances position at this point in time.